0: One, two, three, four. Well, welcome to the Netbuskers Folk Shop. This is Season 1, Session 4. I'm your host, Stu Venable. Why, hello, and welcome to Season 1, Session 4 of the Netbuskers Folk Shop. I had a grand week And I hope you had a grand week, too. In this episode, I'm going to be playing for you the Battleship of Maine and this pub that we call home. Um, The Battleship of Maine uh, is based on the story of the Battleship Maine, which was a U.S. battleship that was sunk in Havana Harbor on February 15th of 1898. And this event is considered one of the contributing factors of the Spanish-American War of 1898. Tension between Spain and the United States began with an insurrection in the Spanish colony of Cuba in 1868. It was put down by the Spanish, but America supported the revolutionaries. Interestingly, the war very nearly happened almost 30 years earlier because of another incident involving another American ship, the Virginius... I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The Virginias had been built in 1864 in Scotland for the Confederacy, but it was captured by the Union in 1865. It was used by the Cuban revolutionaries and Americans who supported them during this insurrection in 1868. The Spanish captured it and executed much of the crew, which consisted of American and British citizens, and a war almost resulted... But diplomacy successfully diverted that war. In Cuba's second bid for independence, the Spanish sent a general who was eventually given the nickname The Butcher by the American press, and it was his job to put down the rebellion. His name was Valeriano Whaler. Uh, He relocated the civilian population of Havana into areas easier for him to control, which resulted in the starvation and death of more than 100,000 Cubans. Uh, General Whaler was later recalled back to Spain. Pro-Whaler supporters rioted in Havana in January of 1898, and the U.S. became very concerned for American citizens living and working there. So President William McKinley sent the battleship Maine to the harbor as a way to protect Americans. Uh, The Spanish were reluctant to allow this, but they relented. The USS Maine arrived on January 25, 1898, And while the Spanish authorities there were leery of its presence, they afforded every courtesy to the captain, Charles Sigsby, and his officers. The presence of the main had its intended effect, and things in Havana seemed to calm down. Then, at 9.40 p.m. on February 15, the main blew up. The front third of the ship was destroyed, and the rest of the main rather quickly settled on the bottom of the harbor. 266 crewmen died in the explosion, or from their wounds later. Captain Sigsby and most of the officers survived because their quarters were near the back of the ship. The main was carrying five tons of powder charges for its ship's six- and ten-inch guns, and this powder blew up. That's the end of what we know for certain. At this point, the story gets interesting and a little cloudy. The initial naval investigation, carried out over four weeks, concluded that a mine had detonated beneath the ship. But the investigators didn't say who had put the mine there in the first place. America's so-called yellow press jumped on the story because nothing solves a slow news day, like a war, apparently. Um, Pressure mounted on McKinley, and he asked Congress on April 11th for permission to intervene. And he did with a naval blockade on April 21st and the Spanish responded with an official declaration of war on April 23rd. If you're not familiar with the Spanish-American War, we won. So there's your summary. Uh, Fighting ceased on December 12 of 1898, uh, when the Treaty of Paris was signed between Spain and the U.S. In 1911, the Navy Department ordered another inquiry into the sinking of the Maine. This time they sent U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and they built something called a cofferdam. I had to look this up. A coffer dam is nuts. It's, they basically build walls from the seafloor to the surface of the water, totally surrounding what it is they want to isolate. And then they pump the water out of that area, exposing it to air. The 1911 investigation also concluded it was a mine, but there was some disagreement among the technical experts. Some believe spontaneous combustion of the coal bunker near the 6-inch magazine was the most likely case of the explosion. In 1976, Admiral Hyman Rickover published How the Battleship Maine Was Destroyed. Using information from the original investigations, he asked two modern experts to take a look. These experts said the evidence was inconsistent with an external explosion. In other words, it wasn't a mine oops. Now, that doesn't resolve this situation. Many historians criticize Rickover's book stating that spontaneous combustion in the coal bunker wouldn't have gone unnoticed. Then again, there's really no evidence for a mine either. Now, I should mention that most of the information I got on this was from the U.S. Navy's article on the Maine, but in that same article, they say this, the destruction of the Maine did not cause the U.S. to declare war on Spain. But it served as a catalyst, accelerating the approach to diplomatic impasse. In addition, the sinking and the deaths of the U.S. sailors rallied American opinion more strongly behind armed intervention. But it didn't cause the war! There's another song about the Maine called My Sweetheart Went Down With the Maine. It was published in 1898. That's assuming I'm interpreting all those M's, C's, and V's, and I's correctly in the copyright date. I don't know why they don't use numerals. Um, by a guy named Burt Morgan. I may record this in a later episode, assuming it's now public domain. Um, As it contrasts nicely with The Battleship of Maine, it's a pro-war song and with lyrics like, Rouse ye my countrymen, rouse, let not his death be in vain. Strike down the cowardly fiends who slaughtered the crew of the Maine. I also found images of U.S. postcards with the imprint... Remember the Maine, and I found some materials with the catchy phrase, To hell with Spain, remember the Maine. But there's no causal relationship between the sinking of the Maine and the Spanish-American War. (laughs) I can't keep a straight face. Anyway, um, now regarding this song, the author is unknown, but according to Folklorist.org, the earliest reference to the song is 1922. Uh, This is a very subversive song for the time. And this is at a time when subversive songs and subversive stuff in general was just not tolerated. So it's entirely possible this song is older and perhaps even written by a veteran of the Spanish-American War, but we'll probably never know. So anyway, here is the Battleship of Maine. McKinley called for volunteers, then I got
1: my gun. First Spaniard I saw coming, I dropped my gun and run. It was all about that Battleship of Maine. At war with that great nation, Spain. When I get back to Spain, I wanna honor my name. It was all about that battleship of Maine. Why are you running? Are you afraid to die? The reason that I'm running is because I can't fly. It was all about that battleship of Maine. At war with the great nation, Spain. When I get back to Spain I want to honor my name It was all about that battleship of Maine The blood was a-running and I was running too i give my feet good exercise, had nothing else to do It was all about that battleship of Maine At war with the great nation's bane When I get back to Spain, I want to honor my name It was all about that battleship of Maine At war with the great nation Spain When I get back to Spain, I want to honor my name. It was all about that battleship of Maine. When they were chasing me, I fell down on my knees. The first thing I cast my eyes upon was a great big pot of peas. It was all about that battleship of Maine. At war with the great nation, Spain, when I get back to Spain, I want to honor my name. It was all about that battleship of Maine The peas, they were greasy The meat, it was fat The boys was fighting Spaniards While I was fighting that It was all about that battleship of Maine At war with that great nation's Maine When I get back to Spain I want to honor my name It was all about that battleship of Maine At war with that great nation, Spain. When I get back to Spain, I want to honor my name. It was all about that battleship of Maine.
0: This next song is This Pub That We Call Home. I wrote This Pub That We Call Home in 2007, and it appears on the Poxy Boggards CD Anchor Management. I wrote the song after a trip to London and Bath, and I specifically wrote it about the Lambretta Freehouse in Bath, which uh, was the watering hole attached to the hotel we were staying at at the time. I was sick. I always get sick when I travel, which is why I don't travel very often. But we made a point of patronizing the pub because I was on a quest to try as many locally brewed ales as I could find while we were there. There was a movement or campaign, I suppose, at the time, and it might still be going on. I don't know. Uh, called the Real Ale Campaign, and I was there for it. Many of the pubs uh, we went to had a sign or a sticker on the door that had this Real Ale logo, and I would always try these ales whenever I saw the sign. The campaign comes from trying to save or revitalize the traditional old ales, which became less popular once refrigeration became common. Uh, These were all cast-conditioned ales, meaning their carbonation comes from fermentation rather than a bottle of CO2 being forced in there. Uh, they also are served at a more moderate temperature, though I would take exception with anyone saying they're served warm. That's just not the case. They're probably in the high 40s Fahrenheit, I would say. Anyway, the real ale I had at the Lambretta Freehouse was called Brainhammer, and it proved true to its name. Uh, I had quite a hangover the next day. At the time... We had just finished mixes of our CD, "Liverlet Die. And while we were at the pub, I was listening to it on a portable CD player and taking notes on stuff we wanted to change before we went to press. The barkeep asked me what I was listening to, and I told him. He then insisted I give him the CD, and he puts it in the jukebox. I also remember they were having a Guinness giveaway. Some of you remember, may remember this old toy called Stretch Armstrong. From the 1980s? Maybe the 70s? I'm kind of guessing. I don't remember exactly when it was. Anyway, uh, they had one with a Guinness branding all over it, and I asked the bartender if there's any way I could get one of those without having to buy a Guinness. I'm not a Stout fan. He laughed, and he just gave me one of them. The people there, the employees and the patrons alike, were very friendly. It was a very nice place. Now, I've since been told that the place has changed hands and it's lost some of its charm. Um, As far as the song goes, if I'm recalling everything correctly, which I suppose is possible, uh, I was telling one of my bandmates, Stork, about the Lambretta, and he suggested the title, This Pub That We Call Home, or some variation of that, and then I wrote the song. So here is This Pub That We Call Home.
1: Allow me to tell ye of a place dear to heart, of each sailor and soldier, both sloven and smart. Each face in that place is familiar and warm Where each traveler weary retreats from life's storm Tis this pub that we call home And from her we oft times may roam But our respite we'll find in a pint maybe night In this pub that we call home So married but not merry, bearing lowly life's load And suffering the chafing of my long wedded road. Entombed in the womb of this free house and bath Her walls provide shelter from my wife's wicked wrath Tis this pub that we call home And from her we oft times may roam But our respite we'll find in a pint, maybe nine, In this pub that we call home. In the hours when life sours and I'm weary and beat, From the harping and carping and I need to retreat, With a pale cup of ale and my good mate's concern, I'm rested yet bleary to the battle return. Is this pub that we call home And from her we oft times may roam But our respite we'll find in a pint Maybe nine in this pub that we call home With the raging of aging And my last breath I crave Please pull up the floorboards and dig me a grave As you rouse and carouse, pour an ale on the floor If you listen with care, you may hear me cry more Tis this pub that we call home And from her we oft times may roam But our respite we'll find in a pint, maybe nine In this pub that we call home Is this pub that we call home And from her we oft times may roam But our respite we'll find in a pint Maybe nine in this pub that we call home
0: Will you look at that? Session four of the Netbuskers Folk Shop is in the can. I do hope you've enjoyed the show so far. Um, by the time you're hearing this, um, all of the music from season one, including the episode you haven't heard yet, uh, is going to be made available very shortly for online purchase and streaming. Uh, if you're a streaming sort of person, consider adding one of your favorites to a playlist or share it with your friends. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to netbusker.net slash support. I'm already working on songs for season two, but it's going to be sometime before it starts showing up on your phone. You can always follow my page on Facebook. Just look up NetBusker. Or my TikTok, which is at NetBusker. Or my Instagram page, which is at TheNetBusker. I will make sure if you're following those things that you know when the next season comes out. But there's still one more episode in this season. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Thank you for joining me for season 1, session 4 of the Netbusker's Folk Shop. I hope you have a wonderful week that's filled with joy and music and I will see you next week for session 5.